It's a regular screen life movie. <laughs> oh shit. It's rolling. Okay, I'm recording my crap. Mm, and I'm hitting mine too. <laughs> Damn, we did I did have that idea, the genius we idea. Have I was like, to. what if we just recorded the whole video and I know. we had a little moment happen <gasps> and then post it? But then I'm like, I don't know what Something it just creepy got on happens. for me. What? <clears throat> Something creepy happens. Yeah, like one of us dies in the middle of the podcast and we do like like I write like I write like F you Seth in the chat and I'm like (laughs) (laughs) we have like a different a different story (laughs) being told. Yeah. One of us just like frantically like (laughs) answering messages while pretending to to be normal, chill podcast vibes. Um layers of what could have been that's our that's our movie idea what that's our screen life (laughs) film idea how have they not done a podcast one yet honestly great great question what pod life pod life pod life like (laughs) i don't i mean i don't know what that would be exactly it's like a live stream yeah like on twitch yeah it's got to be it's got to be well i mean there's a variety there's a lot of ways you could go with it you could go mm-hmm. like you could have it be like you could have it be like dirtbag left podcasters you could have it be like <laughs> Whoa. rogan joe rogan type like getting hot pod save yeah you've got uh, yeah exactly song exploder damn yeah you've got now reply that song exploder dude has to blow up <laughs> Ideas are turning. Yeah. Chapo Trap House has to escape from the traps <laughs> in the house. Um, oh my god, gruesome. Anyways, we have a guest. Hi, Mackenzie McMillan. Hi, it's me. I'm potting. Is this your first time? It's my first pod. Wow. So, yeah, very honored to be here as someone who doesn't know all that much about movies and someone who hates weed mm. mm-hmm. so hey we got to hear both sides yeah exactly yeah, yeah we're an open platform mm-hmm. it's a centrist yeah. pod exactly <laughs> yeah radical centrism is happening on every episode mm-hmm. pod save yourself yeah honestly um yeah how are we all doing today how's everybody going i'm nadine 
at Tromore Girls, I guess. Should introduce myself. Yeah. Okay. okay. I'm Seth at ESAP Sunscreen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Kens, what is your what is your I'm tag? Kens at Kens GM. We have to swap, put that information out there. I don't actually Absol- up top. Put it in up top. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of like the, when I said that, I was like, wait, I don't think I like normally put that up front, but this is <laughs> this episode is going to be about yeah profiles. Yeah. Right. A little. It's bit, a meeting so. of the Twitter minds. Mm-hmm. Me and Seth wouldn't be friends without twitter that's true I mean, none of us would be basically wow. so it makes perfect sense twitter's pretty formative to me and nadine's friendship as that's well that's true what's the mm-hmm. uh what's the should we i feel like should we get the the kin seth origin story <laughs> like the social media <laughs> history the parasocial well, we relationship turned real well, social it, relationship it was a, a no. real life person real life friend yeah it's all like real life yeah. connections up right? front yeah, yeah, we met in person once and then we connected online and then we just couldn't stop engaging yeah. with one another. Just con- continuing to reply. Yeah, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. The internet then, is real life, you know, it just <laughs> made the bond stronger. Exactly. Then uh, what we've... Uh, now uh, we've hung out in like five different states. Yeah. Every time we've seen each other, it's been like someone different, else's Completely hometown. different locale yeah. every mm-hmm. time. Yeah. Yeah, always so, a different background. We're shopping volumes for the next the next tour. But <laughs> not sure where yeah. it'll be. But yeah, so, the internet's real life. Maybe it's in just, a city it's near just bestie you. time, no matter yeah. where. It's straight bestie vibes nationwide. Mm-hmm. The best friends tour. Mm-hmm. Yep, and one of them, uh, y'all met in real life as well to watch wrestling. Mm-hmm yes yeah i didn't go to that the irl show that i think both of y'all went to mm-hmm. but we watched we did sit in a room together we did hang out some yeah yeah so. there was dancing true there was drinking oh yeah Vibing. it was good. yeah it was it was Big this, city living it was the season of uh I feel like it was really the season of like Old Town Road. Ooh, yeah, I did. I heard good. that coming out of a car for the first time on that trip and not wow. out of my phone. Wow. Good memory. Yeah. Mm. It was beautiful. <laughs> Anyways, um, shall we unbox, I suppose? Let's do um, it. Just open the damn box. I know we've all seen some newish movies, I think. Mm-hmm. Pretty top, pretty topical, pretty contemporary. Um, Kins and I, we went to the beach. We both went to the beach where you get mm-hmm. old. Yeah. Well, did you did you stay did you manage to stay young? Did you manage I... to hold on to your <laughs> I would say so. Um, I, I didn't, I don't know. That one really wasn't for me. I, and I'm an, I'm an M night girl and, um, I don't know. I just found it. I found it really just boring. I like did not have fun at all, which is really, you know, I love the visit 
Mm-hmm. Um, just because it's so like over the top and ridiculous and the whole time, like, I don't know, it's just like crazy shit happening left and right. And it's so like overdone in a really fun way. And this, I just kind of felt like, I mean, it wasn't scary. It didn't really make me feel anything like I'm maybe, maybe because I don't really have, I'm not someone who has any like anxiety or like, like fear. Well, I have, I do have that, but not about like, <laughs> I don't have any like mortal fear about like getting, getting old. Yeah. And so it just kind of was like, I mean, I'm at, I don't want to spoil, but it's kind of, it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the you're title. Just, like watching people like, you know, go through their normal, natural declines and it's like okay (laughs) yeah yeah it is like I don't know I kind of keep going like a little bit back and forth I feel like because I'm also like just a a night girl I'm like very fond of his movies generally Mm -hmm. and feel similarly of like just uh, he always really goes for it like Mm -hmm emotionally um like with the wacky humor with the mm-hmm. just kind of like out there-ness of his ideas um and there's like definitely stuff that I do do like about old but I feel like it's I don't know it's just like something about I mean it's I you know I don't I don't want to spoil but you know yeah. and my and endings are always controversial and I just kind of felt like without I don't know saying anything explicitly about like what the ending is I just feel like it felt really like one of the first one of his movies where it felt very much like he didn't like start with the end you know what I mean like I feel like I don't know I think back on so many of his movies and it feels like you know you 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 don't know you as a viewer don't know where it's going but like once you think about it it's like oh yeah mm-hmm. like that's all like you know you can see the setup when you watch it again and like it's clear that like the twist is usually like really purposeful even if people don't think it's yeah good. this felt just like very like we have to explain this rationally right yeah it was very buttoned up and you kind of yeah. saw it coming like it was it was hinted at with him kind of like you know yeah peeking around there was one like really cool body horror moment that I loved and that was like the like I don't know just a moment I was like yes like I wish the whole thing was like way more of this but it was really maybe one that comes to mind but yeah maybe like one or two moments of like oh shit that was cool but other than that it was kind of just like waiting (laughs) like that was definitely kind of like me like I feel like what really struck me about it too is I was just like damn like I don't really think of him as being like super gross Mm -hmm. normally like there's maybe like a little gross is it gross there's like some pretty gross some like at least like sequences that are Mm. pretty gnarly in a way that I'm like that's kind of surprising yeah, like, you know, I don't know. There's, like, this sixth sense where, like, fucking uh, Misha Barton shows up as, like, a little girl and, like, throws up in her hands or something. Like, I feel like that's, like, the grossest thing I can really think of, like, with an M.I. movie. But this is just, like, really, like, yeah, it's just, like, body, just really, like, I'm just, like, how the fuck did you think of this, like, fucking yeah. stuff to happen to There's bodies. a diaper moment in the visit, if you re- if you recall. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. Okay. Man, <laughs> thick yeah it's it's a little gross but it's also it's interesting because i'm like 
this is such a like inherently body horror premise yeah but mm. they just it's kind of more about just like the emotional like the parents you know sort of reckoning with the kids getting older with themselves getting older uh-huh. and like they explain you know they're like oh like the kids really go through severe changes because they're like still physically growing whereas the parents are like have all their mass or whatever so they're just getting like grayer yeah they kind of just look the same the whole time yeah and so I just felt like oh you get this really sense of like 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 the horror of puberty like with the kids but Mm -hmm. I felt like there would be still like a lot of that with the parents getting older like you do like right it is like you know many decades that they age and that is still a lot of like bodily decline that you're going Mm -hmm. through and I felt like they just kind of were like oh yeah like you would just get sad you wouldn't feel like (laughs) fucking terrible like your bones would be like deteriorating they were just sort of like wistfully having like you know these sweet like moments of connection with each other like looking back at their I don't know, with their kids and kind of their life. And it was like, oh yeah, why God. why isn't this like, I don't know, why aren't you fucked up right now? Sounds yeah. like a Cialis commercial or something. Like that. <laughs> I, just, I mean, honestly. <laughs> uh, sitting, sitting on the beach. Yeah. yeah. Just like holding hands and watching Looking the sunset. Looking into your old wife's eyes. Yeah. I will say one thing that really fucked me up, started started crying when, when they're like getting really old at the end and he's like i forgot the word that's like what i feel for you i'm like fuck damn this motherfucker's in love but he doesn't know (laughs) what that is anymore he just knows the feeling dang damn damn i haven't seen it but the trailer like made me think it's one of those movies that like it's like starts normal and then it just starts getting slowly weirder and weirder, but it's really slow the whole way through as it gets weirder, you know? Yeah, and you kind of know what's up from the jump. Yeah. Is that what you, it's is that the, the case, title of, It's the title of the film. Yeah. yeah. It's, you, <laughs> I don't know, it's, 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 I don't know, it just was making me think about just like how, like, I mean, I guess it's not that many, but there's just like so many horror movies now where it's just like, it's like, you know, Jordan Peele, Us, and mm-hmm. then he, his new movie is called Nope. <laughs> I can't stop laughing nope. about. But nope. just these, like, <laughs> one word, like, old. And I guess, like, yeah. split glass, like, that was one right. word. But it's just like, mm-hmm. I'm just like, okay, what is this trend? Like, and then pig and cow and Because their attention spans these days are just so yeah. short. Just get it down to one syllable. Then pack a punch. Yeah. Tell me what it is. I don't have time. No. We got to clip it all down. (laughs) Oh, my God. I forgot about nope. 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 I mean, part of of me, I'm like, I respect it. But then I think about, like, I mean, I guess you don't really. Damn. That just made me kind of sad thinking about, like, I don't know. You go to, like the multiplex and like you just buy the ticket yourself you don't really like ask for the ticket usually like like most places anymore at least in new york it's all just like self-checkout like you know Mm -hmm. um and i'm just like damn like in my mind i'm like oh imagine going up and being like can i get one for nope (laughs) you don't do that anymore you don't do that yeah these kids these days i still have to have a kid 
scan my phone though. Maybe right. those movies would be named differently if like you had to like <clears throat> say them out loud to a teenager. If you had to say like, I'm gonna yeah. go, can you give me a ticket for Nope? And they'd be like, you, you seen a movie called Nope? Mm-hmm. Dumbass. <laughs> Seems cringe. That's the well, next one. I just also don't understand because I'm like, this tells me nothing about the movie. I mean, I guess old tells me a lot about the movie, but like a title that's longer usually tells me more about <laughs> what's going to happen <laughs> in it. Maybe. I don't know. I don't I'm just know. like, how are people finding out about these movies if they're not just reading the titles? But I guess that's what trailers are for. <laughs> <laughs> it feels just like, I don't know. It feels like their titles, like, where it's like a it's like a it's just like a graphic design title you know i don't know like mm-hmm. old it's like like i feel like they like they pick that title because it like when you have those just like the big like sans serif font it's like mm-hmm. like eye-catching and we're serving about, minimalism exactly mm-hmm. in every way <laughs> But also there's some other ones. They're not like one syllable, but like Midsommar and Hereditary and Mother. There's a bunch of like other, like those kind of like horror movies that are just one word. Mm -hmm. If you think about it. Yeah. When you really think about it, it's true. Mm -hmm. But Halloween's also one word. (laughs) That shit's (laughs) old. Yeah. Now that talk about old. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's old as fuck. Next. I'm all about November 1st, personally. October 31st is out. Yeah, I get that. We're mm. beyond. No- November is kind of a spookier month than October, honestly. Like, Yeah, everything's dead in November. Yeah. Like yeah. trees and stuff. October, it's very orange. Mm-hmm. Anyways. <laughs> you got old hearing that. Probably. Yeah, <laughs> um, but I don't know. It's interesting. I was okay. One thing, a, a, a good segue for us. I feel like because well, I was I have one more question. Yes, ask. Go. Is old ageist? Mm. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. I mean, it sounds like they like have they. It's not just like about people getting old and becoming like not humans. It sounds like mm-hmm. they have like a good bit of like emotional space in the movie as they get older they do make a bit of a mockery of the one character who's like very like glam lady and like cares very much about her appearance and she like when as she gets older you see her face kind of like it's like oh she looks like shit like that kind of thing but Mm. that's yeah but then she i uh, like her girl yeah Mm. i know i was like for her my, I don't know, just the, the moment, honestly, the moment, like, that everyone got to the beach. I just kind of, like, saw her and her look and how the mm-hmm. sort of character was immediately written. And I was like, oh, yeah. I kind of can see where this is going to go. Just mm-hmm. like, Is she oh, on my- her phone a lot? Is she posting? Yes. yes. Uh-huh. See, okay. Spot Selfies. On. Yeah. Um, she's also, I, I, somebody, one of my friends who's from Australia told me that like, she's, she was in something else. I forgot what it was, but she's like an Australian model in Mm. real life. And I was like, 
she has just like an American accent in the movie, I think. But I was like, damn, she definitely given me like serving Australian energy. Like mm-hmm. knock off Margot Robbie. Very, very. Mm-hmm. Oh my um, god. But also like the most relatable moment in the movie. It's tiny spoiler, but her body's just fucking falling apart, and uh, and she's like hiding in the caves, and the mm-hmm. kids like strike a match because they like hear somebody and they don't know like who's there and she just throws a big fucking rock and is like don't look at me (laughs) i just say i can't wait to screenshot that uh yeah make a meme out of that shit and also i mean m night's kind of got a thing with this but it's got some weird stuff with the mental illness like yeah i mean split is kind of (laughs) like yeah i mean i yeah i think that like there's just a, I don't know, I was kind of talking, I was talking this with some people, like, I think it's, like, ultimately, like, what he maybe seems like as just sort of a person is what his sort of movies feel like, where there's just, like, a lot of love, even if it's, like, and it's well-intentioned, even if it's sort of, like, misguided or a little messy, and I feel like with Split, like, there's just so much, like, genuine love and affection for the characters that I'm like it's okay that this is kind of like kind of fucked up and like a very like mm-hmm. trope way of like looking at at uh dissociative identity and mm-hmm. stuff um but with this it's a little like like there's a character who like you know all the characters sort of have like oh you know they all have you know various medical conditions or whatever that things that flare up like as they get older and or they change their condition changes or whatever and there's like the the husband of the 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 glam lady um is like schizophrenic or something i think think it's supposed to be alzheimer's yeah but he's just has goes through some like very like extreme mental decline Mm -hmm. and it's just kind of like he you know just like gets super violent and like and it's like okay i guess maybe it's like if this is happening or in a really short period of time your mind changes completely whatever but it feels a little weird that it's like yeah the crazy person stabs (laughs) immediately also should mention that there's a character who's a rapper named uh Mid-sized sedan. Mid-sized sedan. <laughs> Which is amazing. What? Like what kind of rapper? Like a SoundCloud rapper? We don't hear him. It's disappointing, honestly. Yeah. Um, Damn. Because you've got the got teams that, recognize him on the beach. You've got that little kid who's spitting bars in the visit. Yeah. Um, and then in Split, uh, James McAvoy, when he's like the little <laughs> kid personality, he's like, I love Kanye West or... <laughs> maybe he talks about drake too i think or something oh, i think so um but i was just like damn yeah i was like i really want to know the mid-sized sedan single i need to hear it yeah um but it, but um i think a good segue is that i i will not spoil it but i, w- I was watching this film and i was thinking it's interesting there are so many horror movies now where it's like people in an environment for some reason that's being controlled and they're like being like put in this situation. I was like, damn, like old that got the haunt, which we talked about a while ago, unfriended dark web. 
old That's world. true. There's also a lot of ones about people's like brains like getting fucked up over the course mm-hmm. of the movie or like mm-hmm. people's like I don't know like Suspiria a little bit the remake of that mm-hmm. Midsummer. Okay. People getting like trapped in their minds. Yeah, and I feel like those movies too like there's just always some kind of like I don't know, a sinister kind of group or something like and um escape room also very much that vibe i mean Mm -hmm. you think about old it's just escape room damn on a a beach outside but it goes Mm. real fast and there is a beach in escape room tournament of champions (laughs) um shit but have we all seen both escape rooms Mm -hmm. i saw the first one i haven't seen the second one yet damn well so you've watched it pretty recently right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what did you think of the first escape room that's like a well, seth classic i know i yeah. had wanted oh, to yeah. i had wanted to see it you know for a while because because it is indeed seth cannon um <laughs> and it's also just one of those like i mean i just love you know any kind of just like topical, like clickbaity kind of like horror movie, you know, like uh, I think a couple of months ago on our Mind Virus episode, we talked a little bit about that smartphone movie Countdown, like the killer app mm-hmm. movie, just any shit like that. I'm like, most of the time I'm like, except for things where it's like really aggressively trying to like make a point, then a lot of times I'm like, okay, like hold your horses, but escape room i was like that's such a wacky premise like i'm in Mm -hmm. Uh, but for some reason i just didn't watch it and then i watched it very recently and um i mean i was expecting to really like you know just enjoy it but it's just like i was just like damn like this is kind of like some some filmmaking like some fucking choices just like rooms within rooms i mean it's fitting this is the unboxing segment because it's just boxes like Mm -hmm. within boxes and and like the whole opening montage is all the people getting their box invites well yeah puzzles i mean it feels very like i like the resident evil movies where like you have or particularly the later ones where you've just got like very like i know this is like very like very me thing to say but it's just very like simulated kind of like you know controlled environments with like Mm -hmm. artificial climate and stuff and Mm -hmm. um and very much like oh the you know the characters realize they're like playing this game and like really being controlled and Mm -hmm. um and they're like why are we here and you know it's very very like i mean it's a good you know there's one part of it where it's very much like saw or like cube or something like we've got to escape Mm -hmm. the traps but then Mm -hmm. it's also like i mean i love hostile and Eli Roth, unfortunately, and it's very much like a kind of hostile movie of like a little bit like society, you know? It's like, whoa. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, what did you do to deserve to be here? Yeah, they spend so much time with like each of the characters being like, this is the reason. I also. That they got picked. I will say, you know, it's like they have tried to ruthlessly stamp the existence of smoking out of Hollywood movies. So whenever people smoke in Hollywood movies, like recently, I'm like, I don't know. I appreciate it. Like that's part of the reason why I love the empty man is like motherfuckers were smoking cigarettes Mm -hmm. in that movie. 
And there's like one, like the like kind of slacker, like dude in this movie who's just like, oh, oh, yeah. I need a fucking like, dude, where's yeah. my lighter? Like, I just need to have a cigarette. And I'm like, this <laughs> would be me in the escape room. Like, everybody would be like, you get, you're like, you're like, we're in a room. Why are you lighting up? And I'd just be like, I need, we're, this is stressful. Like, come yeah. on. Um, so I, I appreciated that smoker representation. Yeah. Um, but the sets, my God, all of it. Yeah, I think that's why like the second one was a little bit disappointing for me because the first one, yeah, I just thought I remember watching. I think me and didn't we watch this on on Facetime together, Seth? Yeah, we did that. That's perfect. And the it's, scene it's the where it's like an it's like a bar or something, and the whole ground the is missing, down. and she's like hanging oh with into like over just like a black hole. I was mm -hmm. like laying on the couch, and I felt my knees like wobbling, and just being like, "Oh my god, it's wild." Yeah, yeah, it's one of those like crazy, just like contraptions where I'm just like, "How did you like think of this and plan all this out?" Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, I don't know. It's just like the kind of like movies. <laughs> set pieces that just make me feel like an idiot where I'm like I can never <laughs> like this is like a, you know an allegedly like shitty little horror movie and I will never come up with anything as clever you know mm. as as this <laughs> yeah I think that's what was like surprising about about the first one is how how well done the sets and scenes were like yeah. all I feel like all of them in the first one were interesting not so much in the second one there was only like mm. a couple that i really liked yeah well also like the first movie the friend i saw it with pointed out that it's like the first movie is 20 minutes longer than mm. the second one and like when i rewatched the first one going into the second one i already mentioned it but like they spend so much time like with the characters before they even go to the escape mm -hmm. rooms and stuff and it starts off like weirdly slow but and yeah. also like it's weird because like I'm talking about it like having these like rich characters, but also so many of these characters are like straight stereotypes. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, like yeah. the the smoking or the chain smoking slacker, mm -hmm. the nerdy girl who like is really good at math but is really quiet, the like yeah. jock who like does stock stuff. I don't know. Like it's really stereotypical in terms of just like the character archetypes, but also mm -hmm. like I don't know. I like I don't know. They're all likable. Yeah, and the whole like movie's like them. it's just like banter. Like yeah. it's in a way it's like kind of like a little like a Tarantino movie or something. But <laughs> Yeah, you're I like watching know. them kind of like yeah, I feel like in the first one is a lot more like sort of watching the characters like get to know each other and kind of like learn what's happening. And it's not mm -hmm. so much focused on like the solving of the game. It'll be like yeah. sort of people talking. And then, like, in the background, someone will be kind of like, oh, I found this. Like, now we can, like, keep moving with the game or whatever. The second one yeah. is very much like, oh, you have to go over here and unlock this. And, like, they're just, like, very, like, they explain every single thing of, like, how they unlock yeah. every puzzle. And I'm just like, I don't need to know that, really. Like, just yeah, do it. I mean, <laughs> the first one does have little tangents like that where, like, yeah. they're looking around the room and they just start having all these different shots. And I'm like, I guess these things are like connected, but I don't know. And the music's getting more intense. So somebody's gonna, something's going to happen. Yeah. And then somebody has a flashback and then <laughs> they, it's like Jimmy Neutron. It goes in their head and then they come out and they scream like, I got it. <laughs> and then they solve the thing. But the second yeah. movie is like, it's like that, but for 90 minutes. Right. It just starts and then it, it just goes. I don't it know. It just goes. The, 
the, yeah. it, it was like <laughs> one thing that I kind of like uh, enjoyed about the first one is just how like much it was just a meaning like fuck yeah like we're gonna like very clearly set up a sequel like super directly like lead mm-hmm. into it uh, i was just like damn this is cool because it's just like you know levels of the game just keeping it going the game never ends mm-hmm. and i loved how like every character just feel feels like such a broad stereotype in a way that feels kind of like a like a video game or or like, I don't know. It you know, it just feels like you like oh, you have these like very different visible types that you like get to that you could pick from mm-hmm. to play yeah. as, and it's just like yeah, it's they like a character select screen. Yeah, they just like immediately <laughs> let you know who these people are. Like the like shitty business guy, um, mm-hmm. and the like nerd who's obsessed with escape rooms. Well, also like that business guy, like just keeps picking on like people <laughs> for like not getting as much pussy as he well, does. He also, he's in a, like he's that's like, like there's like three different jokes like, okay nerd i guess like all of yeah. the i don't know if the like the kids in the group are like like college age or like actual like teens or what but he's just like constantly like picking on these kids and i'm guess like he's probably not that much older than them but he just seems like he is because i guess he's just mr businessman but i'm just mm-hmm. like these just seem like i don't know at least the like escape room like rubik's cube fanatic like seemed like he was like a child and i was just like why are you like what are you doing here like i don't know yeah um, but i was just like saying that to say it's just like it's the biggest stereotype you can imagine <laughs> Yeah, no, just like everything, everything is just so like very, I mean, just the setup of like the premise and just the characters and it's just like very obvious and like visible immediately, like what everything is like, mm-hmm. um, which I don't know. It just sounds like from what you're all saying about the second one, um, you know, it feels like that feels like that's kind of like necessary to sort of like, because otherwise it's just like puzzles. Like, yeah. And the second uh, one, it was pretty, it was pretty unclear. It's like, maybe they thought because they did it the first time, it's like, you guys know the drill. We don't have to like go into this backstory, but yeah. I kind of wanted it. And there was like mm-hmm. three or four characters that died that I feel like I didn't know anything about it was just like oh well that guy's gone like and then me and Seth are talking about it like the next day and I was like oh yeah I totally forgot (laughs) about that character because they they had no vibe no vibe that's the vibes are immediate they're apparent that's that's yeah right yeah but they like well they start off it like opens up with her the like girl who wins at the end of the first Mm -hmm. movie like in therapy (laughs) talking about the events of the first movie Mm -hmm. and so it like kind of brings that back up but then yeah once they get into the actual like escape room portion all the people start talking and they realize i mean it's in the title it they're all champions (laughs) of different escape rooms Uh and each of the escape rooms are kind of like the people are like grouped because of something they have in common Mm -hmm. and like the people start explaining their escape rooms and someone's like yeah i have like a really high pain tolerance so you can imagine what the escape room was like for the pain freaks (laughs) that room that reminds me i just kind of forgot though the like fucking craziest part of the first one is like the trippy like 
drug room. Oh, yeah. I was like, what in the, like, this, like, Pee Wee's Playhouse? Like, and then they, like, give them, like, some some insane research chemical and everything gets all, like, droopy and, Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Good shit. Escape room is your mind. Whenever I watch the the first one, like, I'll get to that point and I'm like, oh, God, we got, like, ten more minutes left. (laughs) I'm kind of ready for it to be done. yeah. Those Minos guys are so creative. Those Minos guys, yeah. Mm-hmm. I love a good, just uh, ambiguous corporate name. Yeah. It's just like the enemy in a movie. It's my Their favorite. name is just all over everything. Yeah, there was yeah. that movie a couple years ago called like the Belco Experiment. Oh my God, I saw that. I never saw it, but it would just <laughs> seem like. I paid like 20 bucks to see oh that like, at the movie 20? theater. <laughs> That's LA, LA prices. Oh, Ooh. it's different out there. That's the, that's yeah, just like the is. same vibe. That's like. where they make them. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we have to give back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that shit sucked. But can I get the locals is. discount, please? <laughs> Wait. So, what is the Belco? What? Um, what's the it's like a bunch. It's movie. like a. It's like a, a workplace, like a corporate office, and all of a sudden, like all the windows and doors are like sealed shut and there's like somebody over the PA system. Basically everybody has to kill each other. And if you don't kill like them, a, then like someone else movie. is going to die. Yeah. I don't know. I can't really remember exactly. It was like years ago, but that's, that's all these damn movies. are just hunger games, just battle Royale movies. Pretty just, much. Uh, the purge. Right. But yeah, uh, I can't really remember much. Well, I remember a little bit at the end of like the second escape room. I guess just to finish talking about this, like the, I don't know. They like bring, I don't, they like bring back a character from the first movie in this really insane way. And then it's just like done in like two minutes. I don't know. It feels like I never, I never saw the purge movies, but it, I imagine those movies kind of go a similar way where the first one is very different from when they start launching into just like the concept is the franchise, but the characters change every time. Yeah. I imagine that, that separation from the character is probably that same thing that happens. I don't mm-hmm. know if that's the case in The Purge. Yeah, those movies are like, yeah, they kind of just like... Yeah, no, that is a good way of putting it, of like the concept becomes the hook like after the mm-hmm. first one, basically. And like, I don't know, Escape Room feels kind of like a similar thing where it feels like, you know, The Purge kept being kind of like, oh, well, like now it's the it, it just has to get bigger like now it's mm-hmm. the holiday edition exactly now the now the forever <laughs> purge yeah it's like yeah. the whole world is the purge holiday and i feel like purge. it's just gonna get to a point of like the Christmas whole purge. the whole world is the escape room mm-hmm. you know it's just bigger bigger yeah, every time but yeah the first one though mm-hmm Mm-hmm. iconic it goes hard iconic yeah it really is how are they gonna top that i'm waiting uh, <laughs> yeah yeah you tell me <laughs> well i guess um uh, another a final recently released not recently made it's actually made a fucking long time ago now mm-hmm. um, it was too too hot of an issue uh, yeah, controversial. Uh, but our third, you know, new little horror movie is kind of the orienting sort of anchoring topic, I think, for maybe 
what we wanted to talk about screen screen life mm-hmm. the, the life of screens we all love screens don't hey, we? i'm doing it right now the the from the bad screen to the good screen <laughs> yeah we wa- we all watched profile yeah that's a that's a damn movie that exists uh but it was made in like 2018, correct? Why did it get delayed until now? I don't I don't know. I think it just like just it didn't it didn't get it flopped majorly. Just didn't that get picked up. It, it premiered it well, it won some award at like it premiered at the Berlin Film Festival, <laughs> I think. And I think it won one of those like I feel like film festivals always have those bullshit like nouveau, like 2.0 future uh-huh. cinema awards or whatever, where right. they're like, here's the like augmented reality thing or whatever Mm -hmm. new novelty gimmick thing we have to like do to like get the youth in and i think it got some kind of a war that was like yeah they were like damn this guy made a movie with skype (laughs) that's crazy (laughs) he put music in the movie (laughs) but he just played it over itunes you know Mm -hmm. he didn't it's all it's it's great that's crazy you know who who Mm would have thought of that improv yeah but the reason we're talking about it being controversial for those that don't know is that this is like about somebody using the computer and get getting recruited to isis yeah, mm-hmm. isis isis catfishing isis baiting mm-hmm. yeah well it's about a journalist doing She's it. a journalist trying to get her next paycheck and yeah. she slides into some isis man's <laughs> dms and is like hey Oh no, he slides into her oh, DMs. Oh yeah, you're right, you're right. But she like she was because you know, she shared his beheading video. Right, that's right. The, but she made she did make the first move. She, she made did the make, first move. Also, the movie's like weird about her. Like, God, like, I hated oh, her. She's like she's like starting to fall in love with him. She's like really into these like phone calls and stuff. Yeah, she was like she was like bailing on her boyfriend to talk to the ISIS man yeah she's just like this woman like first of all they extreme uh uh overt freelance journalist representation because they are just (laughs) like really trying to let you know that she has like no money no it's like constant bank notifications and you're always seeing her like photo booth screen like furiously chain smoking in her flat um Mm -hmm. yeah and And then at one point her her boyfriend's like, this is like the third night this week that you've been working late, but you're really just getting drunk. Like, ouch. Uh, yeah. And uh, when she gets this assignment, the fucking racism jumps out zero to 100. Like, Instantly. My God. Yeah. She, like that the scene where she gets like paired up with like this tech guy who's like mom is from syria and she like freaks the fuck out and hangs up on him and calls her editor <laughs> and is like his mother is from syria like what if they all start talking and i was just they like, all know yeah. each other she says. and this is like, like five <laughs> to ten minutes into the movie i'm like damn i have to look at this woman's computer screen for like 90 mm-hmm. more minutes like this is not yeah really opposite of uh yeah save the cat Kind of have to watch this British person use a computer now, huh? Great. Yeah, which it's just is, disturbing. Yeah. I mean, that's the uh that's the I don't know. That's I guess what we can talk about is just like internet 
usage habits on screen because I feel like that's so much of the like weird thing about you know this whole wave of screen life movies in particular but any kind of desktop movie or anything that just like tries to like use phones or like technology it's just like so hard to not be very easily taken out of it yeah because we're like so intimately familiar with those platforms Mm -hmm. and like if anything it's like you know you watch on like the first unfriended now and it's like 27 like facebook's ago and also like yeah facebook is dead like dead now and just like everything about like the internet has changed but also it's just like I don't know, you know, you're like watching somebody else use the computer and that's just like such a like particular set of like individual behaviors that um, mm-hmm. I feel like it's sometimes hard for some of the movies to overcome. Like, yeah, well, I feel like they've already almost developed some of their own like cliches. Like the first one I'm thinking of is like the like the typing and then they erase it <laughs> and they start typing again. It's like, oh, what are yeah. you really? Oh, I, I know what they're really thinking. And just stuff like, like that, that kind of, yeah. like, the, the, the things that you can pinpoint that, like, everybody does, you know? Yeah. Well, it's, like, always, I guess Unfriended is, like, a particular one here, but it's always some kind of, like, teenager, like, mm-hmm. about to, like, confess, like, love for somebody mm-hmm. or something like that, you know? And then they're like, no, no, no I can't say that. You know, right. they've got something, like, they're chatting, but they've got something kind of, like, illicit or secret in another tab. Uh-huh. They're going back and forth and... Um, and, and I feel like they really use a lot of like pinwheel buffering loading as mm-hmm. a sort of like, Come on. or internet connection going out or something. Yeah. yeah. As like a way to like, like wait, be like what? suspense, you know, sort of automatically. Um, yeah. and I, I don't know, that's like the, the, like, I, I wasn't, I didn't think it was like extremely good, but I did think that was like the interesting thing about, um, searching with john cho because it was like an old dude or older dude trying to use the computer who didn't really know how Mm -hmm. to use it and it's like every other movie has to is like really trying to like hold your hand as if you are and assume you don't know like anything about the internet and it's like no like i think that like if you're gonna watch a movie set on a computer screen you're probably somebody who like (laughs) <laughs> he uses a computer pretty regularly and i felt like profile was like a little bit better at that of like it didn't feel like it had to quite like explain like how to use a computer quite so much but it's still just like very weird just like uh, thinking of another person's like computer habits um mm-hmm. and like i don't know i find myself getting annoyed like like unfriended and stuff when they're just like they'll like they'll like manually copy paste instead of using hotkeys and stuff like that oh god (laughs) (laughs) yeah it feels like you're you're like watching your mom use the computer and be like you don't you don't have to do that yeah also in profile like they had some of the the music in that movie was like oh boy my god the cover what was the cover again they had one, it was that band Daughter did a cover of Get Lucky. Oh. Yeah. But then they had like uh when she the journalist was like looking into other people who'd gotten like so she's like investigating like uh ISIS recruiters who like hunt down like British women. They didn't have the hunt. She went looking. 
Yeah, she saw them coming for sure. Mm-hmm. But or they saw her coming. I you know. As you can <laughs> maybe find out. Maybe. But yeah, she'll like just there are these moments in the movie where she'll like start playing music and it's just she's so upset and stressed and sad or whatever mm-hmm. and she's gotta listen to this song. But one of them was like she was listening to a cover of Get Lucky, but it was like with guitars. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, and coffee shop ass she's like looking up this other girl who got recruited and she had like a full youtube <laughs> oh channel she was like a teen yes. and had her whole youtube channel of like her young little she like made a vlog oh, yeah. like a vlog or two and like you know i mean just like it's like a teenager's youtube channel you know and one of them was like a she played radiohead it's just her in a room yeah all creep <laughs> yeah uh and then i think then, there's there also like a where is my mind needle drop my yeah. god oh yeah that was like at the end real point of stress am i like <laughs> am i supposed to be laughing at this movie just like <laughs> where is my mind dude find a better song it was very literal at that moment i was just mm-hmm. cracking up but i mean it's good it's yeah. a good song yeah it's a I mean, Fight Club, iconic. What can I say? Mm-hmm. A little bit, yeah. What can I the say? The movie is about getting your heart broken by a two-timing, backstabbing man, which we can uh, all relate to. He's just, mm-hmm. he loves to prank. He's just like one of those TikTok boyfriends <laughs> trying to constantly... Uh, it's like a, no, it's not pranking, it's like scamming. <laughs> Well, he pranks he pranks his dad. Oh. <laughs> he fucking my god. God fucking I, got her ass. I was like she's like <laughs> he, my god, he fakes a drone strike. Yeah. And then he gets up and says, "Got him." <laughs> Man. <laughs> yeah. Hey, she deserved it. Yeah. I haven't like with 30 minutes left yeah. in the movie and I was like that's just, just... not how it's going to end. That's what happens when you try to outfake someone. She played herself, honestly. Like that's why you don't go uh, catfishing. Yeah, that's she true. got played back, and that's on her. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't want to get bit. <laughs> yeah, I hated her though. She sucked. <laughs> I just hated like her. Like I don't know. Just kind of. She could see me on the on the Zoom. Just like her dreamy little. Yeah eyes like she's pissing me the hell off and the whole time she's like acting like a teen yeah, yeah they really trusted her so she's like playing that little like naive little like yeah pouty mm-hmm. big eyes the whole deal but i don't know you know honestly like yeah i can't blame girly like you know the the isis terrorists you know he he, he was kind of a cutie like i mean what else are you gonna do <laughs> he was hot and her rent was due very soon yeah yeah i mean what else are you gonna do but also casting a hot guy in that role i was like (laughs) is this supposed to be like a moral dilemma or something yeah i was so many i don't know just so many of like elements of the movie like in that way sort of like morally politically like or whatever it was trying to say i was just like constantly a little confused because I mean, you know, she's overtly racist and then it's like, but she's also supposed to be very sympathetic, like, or something. And then... Oh, my God. I just remembered the the 30 second, like, just interjection of her uh, typing out her trauma to ISIS. (laughs) Oh, my God. She says that 
like part part of her trauma is that her mom her mom invested in like a five thousand percent interest rate <laughs> loan is like part is like what was the downfall of her family is that her mom took out like an insane loan fucked up everything yeah <laughs> and, but also and- that whole moment was like she had like just hung up a skype call and was like i've got to get this off my chest but i was scared to say it on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's just like sends it and it's like yeah. delete 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 but he's already seen yeah it's it's uh the trauma what are you talking about yeah (laughs) like i do not care he's like get here yeah (laughs) it's like i feel like it's very i mean i guess i feel like a lot of the aesthetic of the screen life you know like comes from comes from catfish uh and I just think it's like, I don't know, even more than horror, like maybe like a weirdly good kind of like vehicle or platform for like teen drama, Um, just with the sort of, I don't know, the the way that the kids Mm -hmm. chat. Maybe, Maybe on those phones. Exactly. I don't think a Screen Life movie's gotten into the whole like the drama of like liking something or not liking something or muting somebody or any of the real like social complications, Mm -hmm. you know, like before we recorded, we were talking about a situation of like, like a follow back or not, not following back (laughs) and what that meant. Mm -hmm. Like this is all left at the door. Whenever you go in one of these screen life movies, which is kind of sad. Right. We need to to tap into the Twitter sphere. He's all about Facebook and Skype. Yeah, he's like old. that's well. That's yeah, yeah, the yeah, thing. Yeah, I looked up. He's sixty, and like, <laughs> what do we expect? This man and is it, sixty. <laughs> it's it's also like it's like it's either these sort of like the old person platforms, or it's like a made up websites where it's kind yeah. of like I don't know. Like I, f- most people seem to like unfriended dark web more than the first one, but I like the first one more just because I felt like I I really liked the sort of like challenge of like limiting more to like real sites. Whereas like with the dark web, it's like, you can just make up fucking anything. Cause people yeah, are like, true. Oh, the dark web, mm-hmm. like, rah, you know, and, and <laughs> um, like, you know, and there's just like the whole sort of like mythic, like nightmare idea of like, what's the dark web supposed to be or whatever. Um, but uh, like, they're just like, I was just earlier today uh, as we were putting some notes together I was just like going through some of the the screen life movies that our boy Timur Bekmimbetov has in development. Um, and there's just like, that boy is up to something. Yeah. He claims to have like 50 at the beginning of the pandemic. People were like this movie producer, like there, I remember there's some profile on him in like, like New Yorker or something like that. Mm -hmm. That's like this movie producer was waiting for He's a moment uniquely, like this. uniquely positioned. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's almost like he knew it was going to happen. He yeah, was ready. So this whole time I've literally been sitting around like, so are you, are you going to reap what you've sown or like what? Yeah, are you going to make a COVID movie or what? 
Yeah, because yeah, there are all these other ones like that Zoom one called like. Oh what my was god! That? What was that well, called? no, okay, there's one good. It's like one. a Shutter exclusive. Yeah, okay, that one is, is not bad, honestly. When I first started watching it, it's like an hour long. When I first started watching it, I was like, oh god, because it's just like hearing people talk about yeah. COVID, and it's like crazy. that one's like that one's called like Host, right? Host, yeah. But then, okay. like, once the scary stuff starts happening, then it's like it's really jumpy and really scary and fun. So I ended up liking that one. But another one that I saw, oh God, I don't remember what it was called. It's another like quarantine movie. And the whole thing is just like friends in quarantine, zooming each other. It was just like, I don't want to see this. Like, I don't. It's my life. Yeah, that's me up there. (laughs) Feeling like it's like if if this were the Great Depression, I would not want to go see... uh, movies about soup kitchens am i right like so true you know escapism i went with my boyfriend to the to the drive-in theater to watch people talk on zoom on the (laughs) on the big ass screen oh my god it was like the options were slim at the time but Mm -hmm. yeah but so allegedly this man has 50 of these still in the works (laughs) that is what he claims um i mean there's some of some of what he has said, I'm definitely like, okay, dude, you're just saying like I could do this. Like he was like, oh, I bet I could do like Wanted Two as a desktop movie because he's like today's assassins would it they wouldn't like you the bullet curving movie, yeah, yeah. Oh my um, god. Which I guess you know to just uh, run through this this man's catalog because it is a pretty fucking weird career. Um, Sorry, the First movie of, is called Safer at Home. So that was, it was my it was my mistake going in. You should have stayed at home. <laughs> Off a title like that. Precisely. I mean, Sorry to interrupt. Oh no, but this dude is like, you know, Russian or excuse me, he's he's Kazakh. Um, but uh like I, it's just I don't know. It's just he's someone where like at first I'm like I do, I didn't understand when he was starting to produce unfriended and searching all these movies, I was just like, wait, why is like this guy, the guy who's like making these like hyper digital social media movies? Um, because he's done stuff like wanted the, uh, assassin Illuminati. Mm-hmm. Or aforementioned. Is like she walks out of that, like wax bath or whatever. Yeah. He's curving bullets. Yeah, I mean Angelina Jolie in slow motion. You know that could just like <laughs> you you just tell a producer that in the two thousands, and yeah. they're like, "We're funding your movie." Um, but he also did well. He did a bunch of movies in in Russia before he came over to uh, the U.S. I'm also looking at his Wikipedia page, and it says that he lives in Walt Disney's former home. Um, wow. So, my boy's making moves, I guess. Uh, True. Yeah, I mean, his movies probably cost like how much money to even make. You just need a, a few laptops and you're yeah. good. Yeah. And some interns. Um, and then, he also, and then you profit. Mm-hmm. You just stack. You just... Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, stay low and grind. <laughs> there's uh, There's got to be a crypto one at some point. Oh, oh my yeah. God. I, I wish I didn't speak that yeah. into being. But he also made Hardcore Henry, 
Well, yeah, he produced that as as well, and he directed uh, Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Mm, the not that right there. <laughs> recent ish remake of Ben Hur that like nobody saw. Um, Damn. And uh, also, he produced Apollo eighteen, the the found footage astronaut space yeah, like horror moon movie. landing gone wrong. Yeah, it's like the one they didn't tell you about. Um, and that animated movie Nine, uh, which I never saw, but I remember the trailer had the song Welcome Home by yes. Coheed and Cambria. It started playing in my head. That's literally why I bought it. that song. Yeah, and I just and I was just like, I wanted to see that movie really i was like whoa it's no. fucking hard these like stop motion ass sock puppets it in is a hard. steampunk dystopian world with coheed and cambria come on seth is shaking his head yeah for a much cheaper price you could just buy welcome home <laughs> that's what i did instead of watching that movie you know instead of instead of watching that movie i played that song on rock band i think <laughs> um, okay but um i don't know all, a lot of those movies are like they're kind of these like alternate history sort of movies. Like I'm I, Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter, most obviously, but wanted is sort of like, oh, there's all of these like assassins running through history, kind of controlling mm. things that you like didn't know about. Apollo 18 is, you know, covered like up a, moon landing. Yeah. Also, did you have a poster for that at one point? Yeah, I think I still have it. It's just <laughs> for Apollo well, 18. Yeah, I never saw it. My brother Huge just like, he just gave me the poster. And I was like, that's pretty awesome. <laughs> it's just a vibe. Fucking cool. Yeah, he just had it. I, I mean, he at one point worked at a theater like when that came out. So he just got okay. it. And I was like, that's awesome. <laughs> but I feel like the like kind of that like sort of like alternate history sort of thing lends itself to these movies, especially with I keep hitting my microphone, um, especially with profile, you know, it's kind of a like very i hate that i'm about to say this but i can't my stupid brain can't think of another way to phrase it but like it's a very like the fake news era like mm -hmm. kind of movie like mm -hmm. i don't know just whoa all of these like cat, you know fake profiles catfishing who is who mm -hmm. um just i don't know just everything's kind of like and people are always like like you know kenzie were talking about like how they always have this like visual freudian slip of like somebody types out something and then deletes yeah. it, and it's like yeah. there's always this kind of like oh the truth is one thing that you see but it's like actually different um and i feel like that's really like the i don't know uh like that's kind of a feature of a lot of these movies but yeah with the i feel i was gonna say i feel like horror movies just like work so well with these because i feel like you need some kind of like crazy jumpy intense scary shit going on to kind of like i don't know balance out the fact that you're literally staring at a screen but then yeah mm -hmm. with, with the isis thing too it's like yeah i guess that's another like you're being someone being recruited to isis it's like the most yeah. extreme version of i don't know a screen life drama yeah well also earlier Ugh. when you were transitioning 
from old to escape room nadine you talked about like people uh having to like just being in like controlled or manipulated environments and that's like Mm -hmm. a lot of what happens in like the screen life movies too where like uh someone will be like oh well i just saw them post this thing like last week and then they go to the page and like the post is missing or whatever one of those things or like you find out someone isn't who they say they are it's just you know it's about Mm -hmm. like distrusting what you see on the internet Mm -hmm. or it being fucked with right scary shit Mm -hmm. that's just my life (laughs) they they do have this just very like sort of a lot of times just like kind of basic melodramatic sort of premise and apparently like i saw some announcement the other day about like a screen life movie that he's producing that's like russian and like in russian but i could not find it today because i like it's a fucking russian movie title and i just like could not remember like what it was and it all of the things i was googling just brought up like other articles about screen life and stuff mm-hmm. um but it's sort of i don't know it's a just kind of interesting like that he's russian and there's like so much fascination with like oh russian hackers russia gate like the russian internet is like the seedy underbelly of you know the internet like dash cam footage and crazy mm-hmm. live streamers and so that's just kind of interesting to me but um the like the next one that's coming out is called i don't know how you say this title actually r hashtag j r oh god number sign j but it's a modern version of romeo and juliet this one i cannot do it's supposed to be a plus but okay oh oh god i hate that it's worse um which first of all so it's supposed to be a modern version you know contemporary version of romeo and juliet and this fucking like profile where they're texting imagine if they texted imagine if they were logged on the whole time Mm -hmm. okay imagine that juliet posts like about to commit suicide (laughs) (laughs) oh you know that's exactly somebody logged into her account she's just like acting and then yeah and then romeo if this doesn't get 20 likes i'll do it (laughs) yeah if my selfie doesn't get I was about to say I love you five ever. <laughs> but then it never goes on red. Damn. Oh, no. Yeah, it gets, it's just on delivered the whole time. Seemingly, there's like a cut of, I guess this movie is like finished because um, this profile I found, the, the, the writer like describes it and says... <laughs> The film has some really shrewd moments from signaling danger through the start of a dozen concurrent Instagram lives to its integration yeah. of oh, music great. by artists like Claro. At course. times, it veers pretty hard into the aesthetic of the HBO series Euphoria. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and wow. also, well, sorry, one more one more amazing quote from this profile. Tim Rebecca Mimitov said, yeah, it's like a modern version of Romeo and Juliet. It's like if you made the Boz Lerman Romeo and Juliet 25 years later. I don't think it's going to be sexy, though. That's just a modern version of Romeo and Juliet, though. Like, yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. that's such no, a weird is, way to it's say It's Romeo that. plus Juliet. Yeah. 
times Juliet. I mean, so, I say I won't, but we all know. I will. I'll be yeah. sure. We will. <laughs> I'll, I'll watch that. And we will be texting during that movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Probably. Actually, one that we don't have on this list, but I know Mackenzie's scene is Zola. I was going to wow. drop that in too. Yeah, but I wasn't sure. That is an internet movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Based off of tweets. Uh, right. I haven't seen it. I remember you told me a little <laughs> bit that you uh, did not like it. Me? Um, yeah. It just didn't do all that much for me. I thought like the vibe was there, but mm-hmm. my, my heart was not. Yeah. Um, I just thought of it because this call out to euphoria <laughs> at the end of that. Yeah. Quote. I feel like that movie has a little bit of the euphoria. Yeah. Thing too. It's so weird to me that that movie like didn't come out like three years ago or something because i'm just like Mm -hmm. that thread was like feels like so ancient at this point yeah yeah i feel like what they did sort of with incorporating some sort of like screen life like it was audio so when something if i'm remembering right it was like when something happened that was like one of her tweets like in the thread you would hear like i'm pretty sure you you would hear like the tweeting sound or something like some kind of audio to be like that was a tweet that oh next tweet um that's that's a moment for the cool i guess but that was a twitter moment it was a moment there there's also okay there's also this screen live movie called resurrected that is a horror movie in which the vatican has learned how to resurrect people this That's is a this is a yet, a yet to yet to be released. Yet to be released. Wow. Um and then also one is currently filming with Ice Cube um and my girl Miss Desperate Housewife uh Eva Longoria. That's in the vein of District 9, a sci-fi mm. film that touches oh, on fuck. themes of privacy versus surveillance. Whoa. Wow, deep. Yeah. But it's like District Nine, allegedly. That's a that's make a, that make sense. I guess that's a found footage movie, you know. Mm-hmm. Mockumentary. Or like that was big, a Big Brother style. Like they're just watching you. You don't even true. need to be on the screen. Damn, that is true. The next level. It's just like I don't know. I've been rewatching Jersey Shore, and. Uh, <laughs> I was just, you know, just reading a little bit, reading a little bit about that show. And I didn't realize, like, I mean, it makes sense, but I didn't realize just, like, quite how many cameras there were in that. Just, like, just, like, like 30 or 40 or something, like, different cameras, like, set up just, you know, like, mm-hmm. the walls of the house in addition to the camera people and stuff. And all of the cast members talk about like, yeah, you know, the only mem- time we got any privacy was like when uh, we were showering, you know, so we'd all take like really long showers and stuff to get a little mm-hmm. time. And they didn't have like any, you know, no cell phones, no internet, no television. And I'm just like, damn, just like the panopticon the surveillance mm-hmm. of reality television it's yeah that's pretty it, makes pe- it literally makes people act up <laughs> yeah it's true the situation uh-huh. 
the last little screen life project that I wanted to mention um, of the like the the Timmer productions um, is this like I can't even read this without like cracking up um, because I don't know how you write this sincerely. But they use the Screen Life technology to make a Bible story app called the iBible. And uh-huh. the, the official description is iBible reimagines famous Bible stories through our screens. Watches Adam swipes right on Eve. Cain blocks Abel and God tweets out his Ten Commandments. All told through oh the Screen God. Life format. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, there's another thing like that. There's some show on one of the, like, I don't remember what channel, but one of those, like, major networks oh, called, like, yeah. God Friended Me. <laughs> yes! <laughs> God Friended Me. I still haven't watched that. <sighs> I, don't yeah. know I don't actually know what happens in that. I mean, I assume it's, like, I don't know. Well, Jesus is my homeboy. Yeah. <laughs> well actually i would say probably rem were the first to to bring that up like what if god was one of us mm-hmm. i was gonna say um you know if the fray wrote that song today it would be i friended god uh on the corner of wherever whatever the fuck wherever yeah. he found god <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean even just like i bible it's like we don't do that anymore we don't do the, the I, I thing. thing like even that is immediately like <laughs> yeah. this should have come out like 10 years ago mm-hmm. it, it reminds me of uh ki- like i remember kids had those like vacation bible school shirts that oh. were always like yeah I spoofing pray. yes i pray they were no. always spoofing <laughs> some you know I popular pray. thing and, and yeah. i just remember there being i pray <laughs> yeah well personally ipod hey now Ooh. me too <laughs> damn it's crazy how it's crazy how the podcasts live on but the ipod is dead i know mm-hmm. so sad i mean i still have my iphone yeah uh, i mean i have my ipod like in a drawer somewhere i should probably uh I'm just like never going to use it again, right? Yeah, I remember having some like the last there were some times I used it in like college or something. I remember being like, "Oh, like I got these mixtapes on my iPod, like hell yeah, like let's listen to this <laughs> music that's not on Spotify." And mm-hmm. then I just like remember holding the iPod in my hand and then taking my my iPhone out so I could like look at the internet on it and just holding the both of them in my hands at the same time. And I was like, okay, this is fucking stupid. Like, yeah. I'm not doing it. And then I stopped mm-hmm. using the iPod and yeah, we're above. We saw a clear choice. It's a red pill or blue pill. <laughs> <sighs> Damn. Do you want the, do you want the screen or do you want the wheel? Not even for the indie cred, you wouldn't do it. At um a couple years ago, when I was like working at a university AV equipment desk, we had like 
a bunch of iPhone touches to check out because that like some of the like journalism classes or something had some like specific assignment that had to be like shot on an iPhone. So for like people with Androids, they made them check out these iPod touches. And I was just like, I literally did not know that these like still existed and were like could function. Android users are so oppressed. Yeah. I was about to say they, that's like, (laughs) I can't get over (laughs) that. They literally said an iPod Touch is better they than said, what you got going on. Yeah. No. <laughs> Get that Something thing that, away from me. You cannot make phone calls. You're not allowed. <laughs> We've taken that right away from you. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. <laughs> There's a really funny picture from two weeks ago when our friends were in town of me and Seth and our friend is trying to take a picture of us with his Android. <laughs> and he caught us in the moment of all staring at him and being like, no, it'd be yeah, like, we I'm, like want... I'm like handing him an iPhone. Yeah, yes. In the picture, Seth is handing him his phone and be like, Mm-mm. yeah, yeah, beautiful moment. It was upsetting. I mean, <laughs> that's what they need to make a screen life horror movie about is the moment that what it's like to ad- be an Android user. Somebody gets added to the group chat and it turns green. See, that this is moment. This is what I was saying earlier. <laughs> it was just, or somebody goes from green to blue. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh my god! Mm-hmm. Many and they and then they start acting different. Uh huh. They send me emoji. They send. Uh, <laughs> they <laughs> or it gets caught. It the delivered doesn't hit. Yeah, that is true. We know the game. We know how. Yeah. These, we know how these. I spent through a lot on that, on that on that thing of mine. Yeah, I dedicate so much time to what goes on in my phone. <laughs> I feel like there should be like just like social media consultants for these movies. Yeah. And it should be us. Yeah. Actually, do you think uh, like Twitter and Facebook have some kind of like liaison for how it's like represented? I don't know. That is really interesting. Huh? I feel like it has to be for them. Like they have to pay them money to use like Facebook. Otherwise, it just is like kind of it feels weird. Right. Do you if it, I mean, if it's like parody or whatever, isn't there a way around it? Maybe. Do you mentioning that makes me wonder, like, I wonder if that was part of why it was like three years until it was like hmm. oh. released. Like, I don't know, just like, because it is literally saying like, Hey, like Facebook is like being used as an ISIS yeah. recruitment and trafficking platform, which like, that's kind of another thing about this movie is that i don't know it's just very like you know it's it's about like oh you know young girls like being recruited and it just has Mm -hmm. like vague sometimes kind of like hashtag save the children vibes a little bit yeah Mm -hmm. and i'm just like i feel like i could too easily like see like just one of these movies just going into like oh this is just like we need to make a movie about like the the mindset of the trump voter like how did they get here the oscar winner it's coming go prestige (laughs) it's gonna be called deplorable (gasps) back to the single word Mm -hmm. i feel like the most modern one which i think it uses fake like i don't know like fake 
social media accounts is spree, but it has like the streaming yeah. element of like the live interaction and watching somebody like be live mm-hmm. and be flopping so hard and <laughs> be like, boo, you suck. Yeah. Wait, Nadine, you just watched that today, right? Yeah. I was, it's like, I, I, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of it with just like the sort of split screen and all of that. That's mm-hmm. like, it is, it is like really like, damn, just like, I don't know kind of amazing how much is going on and how seamless it is but i also kind of just like like hated it a little bit at the same time Mm -hmm. it's just like i feel like it really lost its way like it just went it kind of like it went all over the place it does and just shit just starts like happening i don't know he starts like driving that like woman to get like tacos or something and then somebody gets shot and i don't know just the string of events i'm just like what is and then it's happening. and then the end is like it's like a takedown of Nanette, basically, or like <laughs> like social justice warrior. I don't remember. Com, like, like her whole like the like comic it, that that he's like obsessed with d- does her like fuck social media. Like, oh yeah, she deletes her my Instagram phone. on stage. Yeah, and she's like, I know this isn't funny. Like none of you are laughing, but this is a moment. And everybody's like, whoa, like your career. And then like there's like a mod, like the movie ends with and then she like spoiler kills the dude, the, the mm-hmm. Uber driver who's been trying to kill her. And then like the the credits. I mean, part of me, I was kind of like, damn, this is a weird pivot. But I kind of respect just like how good it was at like some of the very specific like cultural parodies, because there's this mm-hmm. whole like she like takes a picture with his dead body and then it's like spins it as like a like survivor like girl boss narrative of like oh i like you know had this like breakdown on stage and then i like defended myself from this dude and Mm -hmm. and there's like a like they have a like fake new yorker article about her like her trauma and her story and i was Mm -hmm. just like dude this is like all like i mean it's 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 still like more satirical than life but but some of it is like damn this is very like specific and real and i also like a lot of the like the comments like you know during the live stream like some of them were fucking cracking me up like um like i caught at one point i'll like come to brazil (laughs) once his live stream starts really popping off Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah definitely by and for internet users yeah but one thing i did like about it you already mentioned it mckenzie but you're just watching somebody flop i feel like a lot Mm -hmm. of internet movies aren't about the type of person who just like uh really wants to just make content but they have like nothing to say and they flop so bad right and And, like this going culture of like everybody needs to be like a youtuber like talking head and like have this kind of like internet presence Mm -hmm. i feel like yeah it's the first it's the first one really about like influencer culture yeah and like Mm -hmm. the thing that influencers always say whenever like people ask them how do i get that job they're just like just make make yourself yeah just make something every day just make content and then the Mm -hmm. audience will come just make something you would want to watch. 
yeah. just be you and then it's like okay well i am and everyone hates it yeah i'm i'm being me i promise <laughs> I'm you try, i'm being me so hard <laughs> and they don't like it it's yeah. it's so like i i felt like um profile a little bit like with the like part that you mentioned seth with like the little girl who has like the youtube page and then she becomes an ISIS recruiter or whatever after playing. Because apparently if you, you're a little kid and you play creep on a guitar, like you, you might be easily radicalized. Mm-hmm. Um, Something not and, right. Yeah, yeah. You're really but in I, a brain development sweet spot. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that. And, um, you know, we talked a, a few episodes ago about we're all going to the world's fair, which is supposed to, get a release sometime this year that shit in a bad way it's it's so good (laughs) and i think is also a a kind of similarly about like making content to no one and like what is content because just so many people just i don't know and especially like I, i think about this sometimes like when i see like people younger than myself uh zoomers i guess like you know who are just like making like kind of like spree you know broadcasting to no one Mm -hmm. or like making vlogs to no one or twitch streaming and and it's just like i'm just kind of like damn like if i were like this age like at this time would i just be like you know just like in my parents house just like sitting there with like nobody watching me like yeah i mean I think about how like even I feel like my self-esteem as like a literal 12 year old on my space was so negatively impacted by just like looking at other girls and like comparing myself. And I'm like, I can't even imagine if like the norm was like me having a like, oh, I need to make a little video of me dancing in a crop top and shorts. Like, yeah. I don't know. Or even having Instagram. Yeah. Uh, even just having it be more like like video like i can't like i don't know i don't want my my voice my moving image i need a little bit more control than that yeah like there's just always been like i don't know it's always felt like very natural and like fitting to me to like post words and like dumb thoughts Mm -hmm. on the internet in whatever form whether it was tumblr or or twitter or or whatever but Mm -hmm. Like, I just, you know, I just feel like I see, like, I mean, you see in Spree, like, you know, someone who's like, okay, like, I have to create this, like, persona or or um, have this image, but it's like, what do you even do to produce that? Like, there's just like, I mean, you know, there's so many tropes of, like, different kinds of videos that influencers do Mm -hmm. uh, you know from unboxing to haul videos to like Mm -hmm. you know q a's to whatever but it's just like i don't know it's just like you take all of those things individually and it's just like very weird to think about like the individual like these sort of just like pieces of content that just have like no meaning and it's just this like kid kind of saying something but then like put together it's supposed to like that's what it's supposed to be. You know, it's supposed to be like this per the persona and not about like the, mm-hmm. I don't know. It doesn't feel like it's like 
like aspiring for influencer culture in that way doesn't feel like it's about like the individual posts. I don't know. It's like yeah, experience. Mm-hmm. I guess mm-hmm. I, don't know. I don't know what yeah. I'm saying. But well, one thing in Spree and we're all going to the World's Fair is like we're all going to the World's Fair opens up with like this. You don't see a laptop, but you're at the point of view of like a webcam and the the main character like walks up and she starts talking to the camera and you realize that she's like recording a vlog. She's like, what's up, YouTube? And then she like starts like a couple different times and like stops the recording and all that. And I mean, I feel like Spree is also really about just like young people getting so caught up in like rehearsing yourself for like that kind mm-hmm. of shit where it's just like personal mm-hmm. posts, you know, it's nothing like crazy, but they like have to re-record a bunch of different times. Because or... if someone does see it, then you're, it's the social suicide. You're, yeah. you're, you're done. You chose to post that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The chance that someone might see it. Devastating. Yeah. I guess I kind of had forgotten about it until now because i feel like i sort of blocked it out because i found it just like a very like stressful movie but i guess this like eighth grade is also yeah, about I the this. same yeah mm-hmm. um hey guys mo- what's up yeah just like god my god that that movie i was just like so anxious the entire time because the the voiceover is just you know her like saying these like empty like influencer <laughs> platitudes to no one and i'm just like oh like it's just i don't know just like being it just makes you just like That's seeing those like- kids like just or just seeing any kind of person who is just there on the internet and there's well, yeah, no I one like responding is the thing is in that movie it's like she, i don't think she really wants to be doing it yeah she just feels compelled to be like oh i have to be I don't know. You can tell she's so anxious and uncomfortable about doing it and doesn't necessarily want to be, but it's like, Oh, I, this is what you do. I need to like have this kind of like presence. Mm-hmm. I went, when I was in LA one time, I was like sitting down somewhere after a hike and I heard this mom and like her son and his friend. And I think the boys were maybe like, I don't know, five or six years old. And I just heard this boy be like, mommy what should my youtube channel be and just like i don't know the fact that he thinks he like he does he just need he thinks he just needs to have a youtube channel yeah like i don't know i feel like yeah with it like now everybody has like these with with tiktok and youtube yeah it's like like i said i can't imagine having to make like video content let alone post my little like party filtered like instagram pics now i have to be like a clown on the screen like i just couldn't yeah and my old job i used to work with like teens and i can't tell you the amount of teenagers who were just like it's like yeah i'm gonna start streaming my i want to be a streamer (laughs) i want to be a youtuber i'd be like what do you have like a game that you want do you have like a game you really like that you want to stream he's like Mm -hmm. uh i don't know minecraft or among us or some shit (laughs) (laughs) like okay same (laughs) yeah they're just like i'll just i don't know i'll just play some one of them but i'm just gonna start streaming yeah, mm-hmm. like, oh my god, okay, this honestly just, like, experience I had earlier today, um, 
<laughs> I was going through my like DM requests that I like never responded to or approved or whatever on Twitter. And, and I don't know. I was thinking about like that recent, like T-Pain post where he had like missed all of these like Instagram oh. requests from like verified <laughs> accounts and stuff. Yeah. And there was like nothing. It was all just like stupid shit. People or people asking me like, Oh, like, Hey, like you posted about this movie. Like, can you like, tell me where I can watch it or like just mm -hmm. just very mundane things. Um, and I scrolled back like a couple of years and, and, or it wasn't even that long ago, but it was, I think beginning of 2020 or something. And there was this guy um, that I went to high school with in Tennessee who I had like completely forgotten about, but who was always just kind of like, he was like, I don't know. I feel like he was just sort of like he would like tag along with like a lot of my friends in high school and um was like kind of nice but just had a little bit of a of a I don't think he was in in band. I don't think he was in high school band, but he kind of had that like you know, I feel like there's like a high school band guy energy of like jocks but like they're they're not jocks you know like they're just mm -hmm. like they're a bro-y like, band guy yeah it's just mm -hmm. like a bro-y gross band guy who like it has like a kind of a, a aggressive masculine kind of edge but like isn't at the end of the day is still like a beta male or whatever <laughs> um and he was just that kind of guy oh, i know the type. you know mm -hmm. you know and so <laughs> yeah. he had like at some point found me on Twitter, followed me. And, um, I was, I didn't follow him back and he Ouch. sent me a message request mm. and he was like, Hey, like I'm trying to be a podcaster. And like, I see that you do a podcast and I'm like, you know, I also want to be a writer and like, do you have any tips for me? And I like looked at his, I remember I, like, I think when I saw the DM request, I like looked at his Twitter and I was like, Ooh, no, I don't want to talk to this guy. He's just like a guy. Like he's just he's just a, just a, just a guy, uh, mm -hmm. just the empty guy. Like I don't know, just like <laughs> nothing to say. And like mm -hmm. and, you don't want to enable his potting. Exactly. Yeah, and so one then, less one less pot. So I was just reminded <laughs> of him today, looking through my DM requests. And so then I went through his profile, and first of all, I saw that he had like he doesn't tweet that much, but he had been retweeting all of these insane things about like critical race theory. <laughs> um, and mm -hmm. I was like, I was here one of those people. And so then I like soft blocked him. So he was no longer following me. Cause I was just kind of like, why are you following me? Like, mm -hmm. I don't know. This is a weird vibe. Uh, then I went to his podcast and oh, it's not like I'm like doxing this guy. Like I can like, but his podcast is called Hayden's <laughs> happy hour. And it's just him and his he bro just, friends. Just they're a drink. Like, they're just sitting down and they're like, okay, we're just talking about some real things that affect us. Um, and the, oh the like the last episode was from like three or four months ago. And it was about how like there was some Marvel comic that was like, that like did a dig at like Jordan Peterson. And they were like, I don't know what it is. Like all these people, they just won't leave Jordan alone. Like they just <laughs> keep, you know, and I just don't, oh that just God. man just wants people to clean his rooms. Like just, yeah. you know, there's worse villains out there. And I was just like, Oh God, it just like this whole, and there was like the sound, I mean, and, and 
you know, sometimes I fuck up and the sound on this show leaves a little bit to be desired. But I was like, this man is like really thinking about like, I want to be like a career media content creator. And it was just this like mm. horrible echoey room tone and just like, no, like it was just like black background, white, like Helvetica font, like just yeah, no sign. Just the like, I don't know, the like logo, you know, or uh -huh. like not even a logo, just the name of the podcast and just like and all of his posts were like, you know, he was double posting on SoundCloud and YouTube and then tweeting it and being like hashtag like comment and subscribe. And I'm just like, oh, I just feel you feel like I mean, it, literally, there's a moment in Spree where like uh, somebody says to the kid, like, is there are, are you like a Twitter bot or is there like a real human boy inside of you? And I'm mm -hmm. like, that's just like some of these people who just like, you know, feel really feel this expectation to like create or to follow this formula of like getting attention or getting a following. And it just feels so empty because it's just like, mm -hmm. it feels like a buy. I mean, I think it's very much, there's similar kind of phenomenon, like sort of like art maker or culture things where people now a lot of times I feel like pressured to like make art or like be a creative in a way where it's like not everyone needs to do that and not everyone is good at those things and like yeah. and then the like ultimate I feel like a it like the I don't know the like <laughs> apotheosis of that is like is somebody like Caroline Calloway where like the whole thing is that there's like no effort and everything is like half-assed and falling apart and that's like why people are fascinated by her because mm -hmm. like everything flops but it's like then doesn't flop because yeah it it's flops. still like a spectacle the spectacle yeah. of the cringe yeah exactly there we go Precisely. that's it that's it that's it the spectacle <laughs> of cringe i yeah i feel like i have people like that in my life too where you know, <laughs> yeah it's just like some of them are called locals it's like oof I have some people who have be <laughs> there are people. Yeah, no, the people who I know who are like trying oh, some people who are trying to be like vegan influencers and it's like, babe, your food does not look very good. And like the lighting on those pictures, like I remember one, one single time I tried to do like a front facing fucking camera moment and mm -hmm. I, I just, I wanted to die right yeah, after no. just like, this is just, but I think, you know, that's what, that's what people need to do is be like, I don't need to be doing this. Mm -hmm, literally. <laughs> this is not for me. And I can accept that. Yeah. I don't need to be a front facing camera Twitter person. I had a week or two of making TikToks. Mm -hmm. uh, and then that's I another one. Yeah. Then I realized like, A, I only have like one format of like <laughs> thing that I can do and B I hate my face. Um, so I'm not going to do that. Mm -hmm. um, and also a front facing moment does bring out a little, a uh, little bit of like the, the thirst. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, Hey, some of us are writers. Some of us are performers. It's true. It's really true. Um, God, there was something about, Oh, but, the, but, you know, there's some sometimes there's a spectacle of cringe. Maybe it's like a hate thing where it's like this person has cringed their way into like actually being a successful influencer mm -hmm. or I kind of. But I don't know. There's so many. I guess it's just one of those things where it's like this is something I feel on a level of like, oh, like 
I write for Pitchfork, so people think that like I must be like really like materially successful or like I'm doing good when it's like no, I just kind of like sit there like just sending emails all day long. Like I'm just like kind of there just my life is not that exciting or anything really like I don't, you know, I have a sort of like cloud or influence online, but it doesn't really like equate to anything like really real in life. And I feel like that's a lot of just like, I don't know, internet successes like that where it's mm -hmm. like you have just fucking random people being like sponsored by companies now and, yeah. you know, getting sent free swag, but it's like, you're not making a living off of that. And I don't know, there's this, there's this, this girl that I kind of follow where it's like, it's definitely a hate follow a little bit, but it's also, I'm like, it's a jealous, <laughs> jealousy follow of like, she's just like so normal and boring and like has really just like figured out how to be like, a transparent, relatable, like, vessel for, like, I don't know, just, like, you know, I don't know. I feel like what it is is, like, you have to, like, to be a successful influencer, you have to, like, have a little bit of, like, you're just sort of, like, a conduit for other people. Like, you know, like, you're just, like, answering their questions on Instagram mm -hmm. and sort of putting other people out there a little bit. And it's like, yeah, not 100% all you. Um, and so I feel like she's somebody where she's just like so normal that she's like really good at just like, you know, having these little interactions with people and being like relatable. You're kind of just like performing, performing what everyone else thinks and feels. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. And I don't know. And and this girl like you have to be a Leo. She fucking tags like every <laughs> brand like to an absurd level. I have never seen like posting a book in like tagging fucking like random house yeah. in her instagram mm. stories <laughs> or like going on a train ride they're gonna see that and Don't tagging, worry, they'll see that yeah tagging she literally tagged amtrak oh my god um, do you think they repost ever I don't know. I mean, that's really what I'm like. I she's gotten some. She's got a fucking like Madewell sponsorship now. I'm sure. I feel like nobody listening to this probably knows who I'm talking about. But if somebody I think it's is one like one of those things where if you play the part for long enough, then mm -hmm. it's like, oh, uh, she must. They must be, you know, making making some deals. Mm -hmm. The performance of it all at Amtrak. We just got to add, add every, I mean, that's what we should start doing on this podcast. Just every mm -hmm. Holly, every Hollywood studio that has produced a film at Universal Pictures. Mm -hmm. The theater chain I see it at. <laughs> <laughs> at them. To keep the ticket stubs. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we get in for free. <laughs> it's just a little bit of the lifestyle, you know. Mm -hmm. Just the influence opens doors. What can I say? <laughs> yeah don't hate the player okay mm -mm. i think we're at the end of the road yep the cold the honest. cold ones have been the cold ones have been drained yep <laughs> <laughs> all right we get out of this out and just have a transition yeah it's a time to to log off um Aww. i know sad times no more screen rays. i was telling dom the other day 
every time like something fun ends, I get like so depressed. <laughs> it's real. It happens. Not even like right, like I don't know. Just like the, I just feel I feel sad that it's over. But yeah, like over the weekend we were like doing stuff. Just like every time it's over, I'm like crushed I inside. Know. I was like, what's wrong with so me? much fun. Something a damn blast. Yeah. I think it's just a natural blast in a glass. Mm-hmm. You know, don't uh, cry because it's over. <laughs> mm-hmm. Smile because you potted. Yeah, and then you can have that moment forever. <laughs> mm-hmm, exactly. I'll listen. I can listen to it. It'll feel the same every day when I listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's like I had. I mean, this. I was literally. Uh, predicting doing a podcast before doing a podcast but i remember like my dumb ass when i was like a freshman in college and i first started like smoking weed and i was just like going out hanging out with people like smoke weed with them sitting in these circles talking about things and i was like damn i'm having all these deep conversations like i want to remember <laughs> these for the rest of my life like what if i just like you know took some voice memos of conversations and like listen to them back later like Mm-hmm. And I think I did that like once or twice and never, I was like, never again. Yeah. The other day I, I like somehow ended up in like deep into my notes folder. I was like searching for something and yeah, I was like, Oh, I should like go back and read all these one day. And I read like four of them and I was like, I'm good. <laughs> I don't need to know what past me was doing. I'll just like leave open browser tabs on my phone like over a hundred where I'm just like maybe I'll need that recipe again maybe I'll mm-hmm. want to find this article again so I can read it that's the screen life movie that I want honestly just like going through somebody's just like endless open browser tabs and just all of their like nonsensical like shopping lists and their iPhone notes you know those people have their desktops are too clean too yeah. tidy you know it's too set up but the thing is, I just think my life's more interesting than it actually is. And then in hindsight, I'm like, why did I keep this note? <laughs> that's that's the story of posting online. Mm-hmm. Yikes. Yeah. Too real. But I'm going to give those to my grandkids one day or some shit. I don't know. I'll give yeah, them the password. Them out <laughs> and they'll be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, cringe? Who's Ken Bone? <laughs> <laughs> Who is shrimp? Shrimp in my fucking what is it? Cinnamon toast crunch. <laughs> they found what in this cinnamon toast? Crunch? Oh my god! Wait, so they who's Salt Bay? <laughs> cinnamon toast crunch. Not that. God. Wow. Who's Lil Terrio? Mm-mm. <laughs> what? Little, little Terrio. Little, was Little Terrio the ooh kill him kid on Vine? Oh. I don't even remember. I just remember Little Terrio was. Mm. Uh, he was Little Terrio. Yeah, I sorry. I'm, I've There's just too many. The forgotten influencers, the fallen influencers. Mm-hmm. That's the next, you know, like they have the Wreck It Ralph ass movie. Coming out, free guy. <laughs> Ryan like, Reynolds. Yeah, where he like realizes that he's like an NPC or something. Like, I feel like they're gonna do oh, that someday no. with like all of the like meme 
like people and all of the like viral influencer stars who have just been forgotten like they're gonna make a movie yeah. about all of them living inside the internet i hope i want a meme biopic toy story but with with uh i the can't remember memes <laughs> yeah when are we gonna get that so when's she gonna start selling life insurance to me can i get the numa numa guy real (laughs) deep cut real can i or like my girl lonely girl 15 i remember her shout out we had a chat about her like early core stuff i feel yeah well it's also crazy this is getting back to the screen she's screen life the original yeah, and she never like she didn't act in a movie after that, right? Like she did it to be able to act and get attention, but then she didn't. I yeah, it was like an so. idea, her manager's idea or something, right? Mm-hmm. Damn, that's what like about the other girl who like set up the webcam in her apartment. What? She like this other girl. It was another like early. It was like pre YouTube. This girl who like had just like a website, and she put up like a like she had the live stream camera like in her apartment for like 30 days or something like that and people would just like go on and watch her do her thing my year of rest and relaxation (laughs) i want to find out what she's called just chilling yeah i mean that was so honestly though that that's that's very i feel like formative proto screen life lonely girl 15 but also Mm -hmm. i don't know just like you saying that like thing about her trying to use that to be an actor and then just because it was like such a jenny cam oh that sounds familiar jenny cam i don't remember it damn the original cam 1996 what 1996 oh my god i was she was on it um but i don't know lonely girl 15 also kind of like blair witch too you know because yeah dude i love that shit we didn't talk about Cry Wolf. I wanted to talk about how much I fucking love oh Cry Wolf. Wait, you watched that recently too, Nadine, right? I, I was go, I was tr- I was going to, um, but I haven't watched it yet. But I actually am glad that we're bringing this up because I did want to mention like one thing that I read about that movie, which is that like it came to be because like the director who has since gone on to do like. What was that? Like truth or dare, truth and dare. Oh, not truth. And people don't say truth and dare. What is going on in my mind? Uh, and the, that would be scary. Yes. <laughs> and um, the fantasy Island movie from last what? year, oh which I kind of wanted to see. Um, yeah. But cry, cry underscore wolf uh, came out of uh, he like entered a con, a promotional contest where you had to like make a short film with a PT cruiser in it for Chrysler. It was like a Chrysler sponsored film festival, which like that is just like such to me, a like post Blair witch, like viral campaign kind of thing. And, and he was also the, the, that director was like very involved in those stupid, like the like 24, 48 hour film festivals. Mm -hmm. Which I feel like that was just like I don't know, just being like, oh, like a, like a kid who like wanted to like make movies for a little bit. I feel like that was yeah. such a thing of like, oh, like mm-hmm. two teens like getting over together over the weekend, like yeah. pulling all nighters, making your shitty little 
competition movie. Uh, and, yeah. um, and so it's just like, that's just like such a weird, like little pocket of like internet culture kind of yeah. totally. culture. Well, my older brother was kind of in that, but I was more in like, um, like when iCarly came out. I have to out. pee, but I'm still listening. Okay. <laughs> uh, when iCarly came out, I remember that a bunch of people I knew and me were like, well, we could just make, you can make internet videos just anytime. And it's, it's awesome. Yeah. That was like so much of a, I feel like kind of a moment where I like, I don't know. I felt that way. And I was like, Oh, like, I guess I'll just like, I'll try to make some like stop motion or something or like, I don't know, you know, recruit my friends into being and stuff. But it just reminds me of just like how many like, like I did one of those 48 hour film festival things because I had a friend in high school who was like, he was like really trying to like be a filmmaker and like mm-hmm. we are, we did not stay in touch because uh, he, he remained very Mormon and I got the fuck out of that. Um, and he like became a, like, he like is like a BYU like video professor now or something. But um, we, he like, dragged me into going to this like staying at some acquaintance of his like house in nashville um over some weekend to make a 48-hour film fest movie that was pretty terrible with all these just like weird like christian film production people Mm -hmm. and like there was this like most of them were like it was like teens or or twenties, but there was like this one dude who was like in his forties and was just like big, like hippie Christian youth pastor vibes, like long blonde hair. And he was like, yeah, man, you know, I was out doing like some missionary work in Haiti and there were just like all these crazy natural disasters. And I just saw these wild fires and all this, just, you know, all this just insane images. And I was just like, wow, just like, you know, somebody should really be filming this, you know, like, and the people who are filming this, they don't know what the fuck they're doing. Like, they don't know, they're not getting good shots. And so I thought, you know, like, it was like, that was my calling. You know, that was, I was in Haiti and I was like, I need to pick up a camera. I need to like, yeah. you know, show oh the world as, as, as God intended, you know, just show the, yeah. the, the, the beauty of his, of his glory and his works. That's my, what I do with my camera. I praise him. Yeah. <laughs> I pray. Wow, that's what it all comes back to. But Cry Wolf, anyways, that was a long ass tangent away from that movie. You, I think you would really like Cry Wolf. Yeah, it has AIM in it. Wow, I love any movie that has like internet stylized title, and it has John Bon Jovi. Wow, it's like a a teacher, and at one point he talks about like buying something on eBay. It's great. Doesn't it also have um, what's his name, Dean from Gilmore Girls, Jared? Had a the supernatural guy. Oh my god! I think it does. I forgot all about that. Teen, real teen, teen movie vibes. That's like my favorite. Like a college campus, like killer movie is like my. Mm-hmm. Like I could die for that. I remember there's one like insane moment in it where this couple is like texting and kind of flirting over text and this girl is about to like take a shower and or she takes a shower i think or no she's about to take one um but she undresses in the bathroom and everything and she doesn't it's like uh she has a cell phone that doesn't have like a selfie cam so you got to turn the phone around you can't see the picture you know wow back you in know the what day. i'm describing 
Yeah, mm-hmm. and so she does that and just like sends the picture immediately uh, with a picture of herself in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And then the boy receives it and there's the killer behind her. <gasps> he, he, gets it, he gets it. He's like, wait, who's there? Yeah. She's like, what? <laughs> photo bomb. Awesome. Yeah. Photo bomb to death. Yeah, it was a photo bomb for sure. And an epic fail. <laughs> Big time. Mm-hmm. I love that movie. I might go watch it right now. Wait, are we still recording? I'm eating chips. Yeah. <laughs> That's I okay. No, no. We You're did. lying to me. Oh, I'm so embarrassed. It. We can no, we can cut it. We can we can, can do some wizardry. <laughs> We had that Whatever. like fake stop earlier, and then it just kept it's going. It's my true self. Yeah, I thought I thought that was a real stop, but I guess okay. um, I, you know, we fucked up. Sorry. Well, okay. It was a real no. Now you get the real Jersey Shore behind <laughs> the scenes moment. For me, when the, when I think the camera is turned off, uh-huh. I start eating chips. When I started eating chips, were you both like? No, I was just vibing. No, <laughs> I was fine with it. I didn't think anything of it. No, sometimes okay. you got a snack. Yeah. Sometimes you have to be eating chips. Hey, I mean, <laughs> I feel like I've I've listened to a podcast where where the, somebody's taking a bathroom break. It happens. Oh God, this podcast so has lighting I sounds it was in it. Done. Okay, whatever. <gasps> oh my God, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. It'll be more authentic. You can leave it in. Okay. It'll be so funny for the listeners. <laughs> You're blooper. talking about burping earlier. Yeah. So on that note, uh, we're we're locking off the screens, closing the browser tabs. Yeah. Uh, Hot box the cinema. We are we're on the internet. We have profiles. Uh, Twitter, Instagram at Hot box the cinema. Uh, we got an email account too. It's hotboxthecinema <laughs> at gmail. If this you, is true. If you prefer the old ways. Yeah, we like to get messages from people. Um, so <laughs> uh, if you want to, you know, if you want to be in our screen life drama, um, <laughs> reach out, slide in. Say something to DMs. crazy. Yeah, too few Literally. screen life movies really involve email. I feel like there's and not podcasts. Enough. Yeah, and podcasts. So let's get the ball rolling here. <laughs> Kins, uh what's your if you want to plug the handle again where folks can find you please follow me on twitter at ken's gm would love oh, yeah. love to have you yeah. big big support big endorsement from the pod <laughs> truly go go yeah. hit that follow button go like those you got you got the jokes mm-hmm. what you. can i say you, you got so the much. sass that's Thank a you. good follow. Yeah, Nadine, where can people find you? Uh, I'm at, at Trillmore Girls. What about you, Seth? I'm at ASAP Sunscreen. Good classic. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, also we have we do have the other link, some merch, some tangible. Th- it's not digital. True. You can touch it with your hands. We have stickers. Podcasts um, are realer than you could ever imagine. <laughs> we're out there in real life so hotboxacinema.bigcartel.com 
yeah good shit um i guess until next time keep on toking bye love you Your love is so Wi-Fi.
cover up the tattoo by the waist. Let the MC search till I reach third base. And when I get home, I'ma hit home play. Wait, could this be considered our first date? Yay, the picture just looks so trash. Your body make a ball of spin, cook coke cash. Plus, every good girl wanna go mad. And Playboy mags like Stacey Dash or Kim Kardashian be a lady ass. I know what's some crazy things. Some girls will make you wait longer than AC Green. Passion of the Christ, stirring to your virgin. That's disrespectful. Baby, don't encourage them. I like a brown, yellow, Puerto Rican, or virgin. Dashiki, kimono, or turban. They say it's dressed white, but my swag's so urban. They try my look. I hit it with the text, said, baby, you up? Question mark. And she responds, yes, S, S, I, Always and forever. Oh. 
I found forever. Yes, our love is truly great. Always and forever. Why do you need me? Why do you love me? Yeah, you know I love threats. Shouts out to 4chan, all the internet hackers, man. Anybody that's on the internet over all day in your slouch, your back hurts. You know what I mean? Carpal tunnel. I love you, internet all day. We're we're hurting. Radiation from the computer is hurting my eyes. 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 I love it. Oh, and I stay off the net. You know I love fresh shots out to 4chan, all the internet hackers, man. Anybody that's on the internet open all day in your slouch, your back hurts. You know what I mean? Carpal tunnel. I love you. Internet all day. You're hurting. Radiation from the computer is hurting my eyes. I love it. 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 I love it.